0: Welcome back to another week. Today, we're going to be talking about the bitter endings and how it's impacting us. Today, we'll be joined by three guests. I uh, will have Emily, Lucy, and Selena. Please check out Selena's website, muswim.com. It's M-I-E-U-X-S-W-I-M.com. It's a new swimwear company empowering women to feel and look their best. So check her out on online on Instagram and Facebook. So let's get started and talk about all things relationship. All right. Well, thank you all for joining me today. You're welcome.
1: Yes, Happy thank to be here. here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So thank just to introduce you, you all, can, can we start with who's um, on the line with me? Uh, can we start with the East Coast? Uh,
2: hi, Selena here.
0: Thank you, Selena. And who else do we have? I'm Lucy. Hi, Lucy. And then sitting here with me, I have... Hi, Emily here. So thank you all. So today we're just going to talk about past relationships. Um, I'm I'm calling it Bitter Endings just because of my podcast.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> we could all have those bitter endings. And even though I've been in my relationship for almost three decades, I've had past boyfriends. So, you know... I've had a few bitter endings. So I guess the first thing I want to start with is, have you ever been in a relationship where they felt like they needed to know
2: every move you made? Um, and Selena speaking, I would say um, <clears throat> yes. But the guy was like super discreet about how he did it. And it wasn't, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me until years into the relationship that he had actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He had actually took over, monopolized all my time to the point where all of a sudden I didn't speak to anybody that I was used to speaking to. Right. So he, he got it to the point where you just left all your friends and family and exactly exactly but once it dawned on me I realized that it was like a whole grooming process did it you ever know? did it ever affect you to the point where you decided you wanted to go
0: do something and he would manipulate you in a way to stay home
2: absolutely absolutely um there will be situations where you know um this it would be like a Friday after work the girls get together for happy hour whatnot and um, he'd always find a reason oh well I had plans I was going to take you to dinner <laughs> I mean it, it and, and I would fall for it every time and I would come back and it's like oh you're ordering pizza like I could have just went out or whatever but I think when it dawned on me is when he kept bringing up marriage and it was never happening it was like oh uh, you know I was looking at rings this week and whenever I was getting ready to go like drive down to my mom's for the weekend or something then it was oh well we were gonna you know I was gonna take you ring shopping so I can know what you want okay and we'll go look but I never got it (laughs) Mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so that's stringing you along to keep you hooked. yes not actually delivering. Yes. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Emily? Well,
3: it wasn't just every move I made. It was like I kind of needed his permission. Like, was it okay? Let's say he would work Monday through Friday, sometimes even all day Saturday. And if I wanted to go or needed to go to a store, the mall or anything, you know, get new bras or new jeans, I would have to say, hey, I'm going here. And then I even subconsciously wait for his reply, like, oh, okay. Or he would be like, when are you getting home? I was going to call you. Or on the weekends, I would have to wait until he was ready to go out. So, And I used to joke around and say, oh, he's
0: just my weekend boyfriend. But it really was just that. But during the week, you were still waiting. Yes, waiting around for him. Because he got you programmed into that sense of
3: saying, can I? Can, yes that even though it was like hey i'm going here he's like oh how long are you gonna be mm-hmm. when are you getting back who are you going with and mm. I, so like let's say i would be uh working monday to friday and i'd say oh i'm gonna be home early today because i get off early like oh no i'd get off early maybe on tuesday and he'd be like well why are you lying where are you at mm. Like no, it was an honest mistake. I thought I, I was going to be off early today, but it's tomorrow. Or any something simple would just be something so problem problematic, and he needed to know where I was. And, right, and it, and he made it be normal. Like I didn't notice that until yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Until it's like, why are
1: you telling all this?
3: Yeah,
0: and, I, I think that is in in past episodes, I definitely brought this up to where I think they manipulate in a way where it becomes normal mm-hmm. and it's just how your relationship progresses and they may have been like this in past relationships so this is nothing new to them mm-hmm. this is just how they deal with their partners and they they subconsciously may just be manipulating because this is who they are now right this mm-hmm. is who you then become yep mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. such a control thing. And you don't realize you're being controlled No, at all, mm-hmm. at all. Do, do you ever feel like you were trapped? Yes.
3: Because yeah. I didn't have friends to go out with anymore. All I hung out was with him. Every, who did I call? I called him and everywhere I went was with him. If it wasn't, oh, my yes. mom or his yeah. mom. No, it was with him when he wanted, when he was ready. Right, if not, then I guess we're not going anywhere. we're not doing anything.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it was
2: controlling, yeah, a lot, yeah. yes, you
0: too, Selena, you felt yes,,
2: mm-hmm. absolutely. you know, I found that, um <laughs> I don't know if we want to pinpoint where some of these men were, but I definitely see a difference moving out of that state that the treatment is different. Um, I don't know if that's definitely something we best. touch on, but I definitely see is a it
0: difference. Like <laughs> versus the East coast. So when you were living here versus living there.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I honestly do believe that, you know, it, I think half of its culture, mm-hmm. half, half of its family upbringing and then half of it is just the mental yeah well, the quarter 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 <laughs> <laughs> and the last quarter is just I don't know, but yeah, definitely because I think culturally there's I think people just grow up in abuse and right they, it keeps it's a circle um, and and they don't realize they're abusing, even when abuse and I think mental abuse is way worse than physical abuse, because it's the baggage that really lingers with you into the next relationship and the relationship after that until you actually fully deal with it and learn how to overcome it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Was, was the lack of trust a huge issue in these relationships? I'll start with you, Selena.
2: Um, Trust, I think, on their end, I think, yes, um, because <clears throat> I hate to go backwards, but um, because of the relationships I had in that state back home, it just seemed like things always overlapped. Um, everybody knew everybody. So there were no secrets. And when there, when there really weren't any secrets, people would make up things. Mm. Um, so it created, it created chaos in my relationships that weren't even real. Necessary. Right. So it created, it created trust issues from the jump, but it was like, in a lot of the situations, it was like, but you already knew this though. Like, you knew who I dated or you knew who I had a child by or, you know, but now that we're in this relationship, now you want to, like, throw it in my face. And if I want to go out with my girlfriends, you think I'm running over there. That's not what this is about. I mean, if you, I always felt like if you're not confident enough, like, in who you are as a man to keep me, then why do I want you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why do I want you? I. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence with this because as I listen, um I'm kind of I'm kind of on the flip side because I ask a lot of questions of my guy in in relationships, you know, where are you going? Da-da-da-da-da. Because men in my past have created that insecurity. Yeah. So I'm here to talk about <clears throat> That, but also, I think I could answer some of that stuff from the <laughs> flip side.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally, I totally get that, and I, I honestly feel like your past relationships reflect reflect who you are in in future ones because if you don't, if you don't overcome whatever those mental abuses are, you're stuck there, and you don't know it until mm-hmm. you physically can mentally get out of that and jump that huddle how about you lucy do you have anything to add it's hard to be
1: one of the i guess one of the people around someone who is being manipulated like that or you know controlled in that way um Mm -hmm. because it's hard to feel like you can't do anything to help
0: yeah
1: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. and frustrated when you give advice and they don't take it
1: yeah, and it's not even so much that, but it's like there's no, sometimes there's no ideal solution, mm-hmm. and being in the position that you are, like you can't, you can't save everyone, right. so I feel like that's that's really hard. But you definitely start to see patterns, and I know that I have learned a lot from watching what other people have gone through. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I I personally um I feel like when I introduce myself into knowing other people's problems or put myself in the position where they feel free to come to me and dump all their problems on me. Um, and then mm-hmm. repetitive. I find that me and my husband start to have tensions because their problems then become kind of what he and I discuss. And then when it gets to be like a roller coaster of like every day, yeah of you know what you, you you don't even need to be involved you need to just take your safe yourself out of this equation because she's not changing she's not doing anything different so just let her live your her life and just stop letting her come to you and dump everything on you because he starts to get really frustrated with me being so consumed of what's going on with that person yeah does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it's terrible because then people tend to come over here and just dump all of this frustration here at our doorstep. And I'm just like, damn, y'all are bringing some bad mojo over here. Just
2: some heavy, some <laughs> heavy shit.
0: <laughs> um,
3: what about you? Uh, there were definitely some trust issues, but he didn't trust me. The thing was that he didn't have a reason not to trust me. I never cheated on him I never went out with anybody else but him so there was just he created this whole thing I don't trust you why never really gave me a reason it was again I think control another reason to ask me where I am or what I'm doing yeah Mm
2: -hmm. I think when it comes to the guys like as I'm listening to all of us talk it's like I think a a lot has to... We were breaking it down into quarters a minute ago. Some of it has to do with their mothers. <laughs> I um, And I'm, I'm saying it very lightheartedly because mm-hmm. I, I currently am married and I love my mother-in-law and none of this is a discussion about my current relationship. It's all past. But um, sometimes mothers manipulate their sons in such a way that it trains them to be a certain way Mm -hmm. Um, because mothers don't sometimes want to let go of their of their sons they have this special attachment and I have two sons so I I really try to recognize when I may or may not be doing that and is it healthy for them Mm -hmm. if I'm trying to you know, kind of guilt trip them into doing something for me that they don't feel like getting done? <laughs> am I, am I grooming them where in the future they'll get in a relationship and they'll do this to somebody else? I kind of, I kind of do think of it that way. I, and
0: in a second part of that, I think that sons or daughters, I think either person, mm-hmm. um, I think growing up in a, a abusive home. Really sets the tone for their relationships. When I was really young and my mom was married to my dad, he was physically abusive. Okay. They divorced my stepfather. He was physically abusive, drug abusive, and then sexually abusive. Uh So then Uh this just went on and on. She didn't leave, she didn't have anywhere to go. She had three kids was pregnant with another from him and she just she stayed and she yeah. stayed until i think i was 26. <laughs> she oh, stayed with wow. him yeah <laughs> so she stayed with him until i was about 26 years old so and it, 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 she's still legally married to him but it's just i think my mom her growing up it, it's that cycle and i think yeah. if i had not ever been removed from the home I would probably still be in that same mental cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason, the only reason that I was able to break it is because I was able to live five years outside of the home in a different environment with a different structure. And so I didn't allow that in my life. I've never in my life been in an abusive relationship. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: I can't say that for my other siblings. Yeah. So I think growing up in that, cycle of abuse definitely programs these children to grow up to be abusers or be
2: abused right definitely yeah i can see that absolutely
0: yeah and and if they're not if they're not willing to accept that it's a cycle and they're not willing to break the cycle it's not ever going to change and their children are subject to grow up the same way
2: yeah yes
0: yes do you think that having the um, lack of like this like having the same similarities, um, you know, interests and in same hobbies, having the same friends, or you know, even having disagreements on you know deeper issues like faith, do
2: you think that ever affected your past relationships? Okay, I'll go to my current my current marriage. like we have totally different interests. What he likes, I kind of have... I mean, even as far as movie-wise, the, the type of movie he chooses versus the type of movie I are totally opposite. But for the first time in my life, I didn't choose something that was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I didn't choose something that I recognized. I did kind of... Um, I got one that's kind of outside the box of what is normal to me. And, and it's good. I think for me personally, the opposite thing works. So the differences in hobbies, the differences in how we spend our time, how we manage our time. um, It's healthier for you. Yeah. I think for me, it's healthier and it's working. Yes.
0: That that's, you know, and I think sometimes that can be a good thing when you have different things because i think outside of the relationship you have to have your own your own thing like my husband he loves to roller skate that's been his thing since before really? i left him <laughs> <laughs> okay girl and they're closing the roller gardens he's so sad no way they are oh the may ace is their last day okay
2: yeah I need to know that information later
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so like that that's that was his hobby he liked going roller skating me I'm more of a let me go sit and read a book let me go write a book let me you know I'm more of a you know intellectual I like to do more of me things. I don't need to actually be going out to do them, but you know, he and I will come together and do things together still, you know, but yeah, I think that's totally healthy. Um, Lucy, what about you? Um,
1: I think my partner and I have very different interests, um, but I feel like it's fun because we can partake in each other's interests without, Completely like submersing ourselves with doing everything together.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool, ain't
1: it? Like, cars are not my thing, but they're definitely his. I can go and enjoy a car show, or he can go by himself. Like, it's not something that I'd be opposed to doing, but it's also not something that I feel like I have to be attached to him to do because I love it so much. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like that's a really good balance that we have. Um, and then, yeah, movies. We cannot get on board with the same kind of movies. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
0: so. Girl, we gotta get you on board of Marvel if we have to die <laughs> trying.
1: Look, we're like six movies deep. I'm trying. We're getting through them little by little, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we gonna get you there. We are gonna pop them toothpicks on them eyeballs. We're gonna get you to watch them. <laughs> Eventually, will be done.
1: <laughs> <Easy
3: enough. laughs> Two years, yeah.
0: 2025 uh what about you emily um so i
3: just started dating um, so all I... right, all <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it took me a while to get there but um i yeah think... you were you were single for a long yes, time right yes but i liked it i found myself good i, I think yes. that's awesome though Yes, yeah, so now I like myself I can say that and like really mean it um so yeah I just started dating a new person and uh, we have things in common where you know uh we'll bake and I eat <laughs> so oh I that. that's I love that <laughs> but then he he'll also like he loves to read and that's just I'll read if I have to, but, you know, so I'll, I'll be like, hey, I brought you a new book, and you know, like that, but it's a new relationship, so um, we haven't really been watching a lot of movies, because we're, we're just trying to get to know each other. Talking. Yeah. So, That's, yeah. yeah. But I'm sure we'll have different tastes in movies. <laughs> you think?
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: But if not... We'll- then we can agree and, you know, watch all
0: of the Marvel ones. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we'll get you on board with Harry, Harry Potter next. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I think um when you're, like, even in a new relationship, but I think if you are um in a relationship and you don't feel supported, it's really... um. It's really hard to feel connected. So is, has there been a time in any of those relationships where you felt like you had a lack of support where you know, they just shut you down the, you know they'd make you feel like your feelings or your wants or needs aren't important to them. Well, let's start with you, Emily.
3: Yeah, definitely like I my feelings, my thoughts weren't really valid in general. If I, if he'd hear me out, it'd be in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. And what he said was right. Mm.
0: So how how did how did you deal with that?
3: I just pretty much I shut down. I didn't feel valued, so it didn't matter. Why was I wasting my breath? It just didn't start. Didn't share with him. Uh, didn't really tell him what I was thinking, or because he would just say, "No, you're wrong," or this, again ignore me mm. my thoughts were not of any value
0: so then then it goes to you to where you feel like you're not happy you're not valued mm-hmm. and you're not being listened to nope. yeah that's really hard I mm-hmm. think that's really tough and communication I think is and I'm you know even though I've been with Anthony for 28 years I am really learning especially like this last year that our communication has suffered. So we are we're strongly working on that right now. Like our communication it's 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 growing. It's it's getting better, but I I can honestly tell you that if we if we didn't have like these covid has definitely changed our relationship in this last year. And I think that if um covid didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have recognized some things and he probably wouldn't been able to tell me some things. So mm-hmm. I think that just communication is so important. And even this far into our relationship now that we're finally working on it is just terrible, <laughs> but it's happening. So that's good. <laughs> Lucy, how about you? You ever felt like you weren't supported? Um, not too
1: not to, like, a concerning extent. Like, obviously, there's been arguments where I don't feel supported. But we have drawn very clear lines as to, like, what's acceptable and what's not. Um. So, and I mean, we got together when we were children. I was 15 and he was 16. <laughs> so, we've really grown together and, like, learned everything together. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that kind of helps in the sense of... We haven't had to deal with a whole lot of past relationship trauma. Right. So.
0: But again, you know, just feeling supported and feeling like you're able to talk to them and tell them what you need to say and that you feel like you're, you know, what you're saying is valid and it's being, you know, they're interacting, they're responding, they're seeming genuinely interested. It makes you feel important to them.
1: Yeah, and that's what kind of like what I mean when we've been very teachable, each of us. So I feel like his way of showing that he understands or that he's paying attention is different than my way. I'm very interactive in a conversation, but that's not always what... But he can stare
0: at a TV and still be talking to you. Yes,
1: he can be playing a video game and (laughs) be like, you know, fully taking in the conversation. So... Right. We've, we've learned to w- work with each other.
0: <laughs> so you know that he's not ignoring you if he's answering you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes I think it's just a good idea just to wait. You know, when I have your full attention, I'll talk to you. And if I know that you're immersed in something, I'll just wait. <laughs> well,
1: you know, sometimes that works. Um, and other times I want to be able to just be like, well, I told you I was spending all this money. so. <laughs> if i didn't have his full attention that was a, not my problem it was oh, now movie. you see
0: what happens those amazon packages are coming he's like what the hell did you order now you go, i told you i spent that money
1: yeah <laughs> like we had this conversation on this day
2: <laughs> what about you selena oh <laughs> my um... <laughs> You know, I'm trying to think as you ladies are talking and I just keep going back to that same one very discreet manipulator. I think, um, yeah, I did. I felt I I, the question is, did I not feel supported? I felt very supported by the manipulator. Mm. He was always ready to listen. He was always ready to to be attentive in 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 that retrospect. Um but when I look at it in the long run all it did was alienate me from having girlfriends or mm. you know so I didn't experience not being supported but the fact that I feel like and I know that I'm in a healthier relationship I'm recognizing what real support looks like. Mhm. So awesome that's awesome yeah
0: well i i definitely can say that um just knowing those signs i mean i i feel like so many people are in relationships and they don't realize manipulation they don't realize this um cycle of mental abuse because they love this person you know so they are so blinded by those emotions that I think that they overlook. And when the person gets you so secluded that you no longer reach out to your friends daily or weekly, you no longer call your mom or your sisters or your brothers on a regular basis, like you used to, or, you know, you don't go hang out after work. They've got you and you get into this repetitious cycle of spending all that time with them that, When you actually do want to step out and do something out of the normal, Mm -hmm. it gets so crazy. That's, that's, I think that's when you really start to see the craziness. If you, if you really push and say, no, I'm going out with my friends or whatever. I think that's when you start to see the crazy. Yes. I don't want to call it
2: crazy, but it is. No girl, it's crazy. It's (laughs) crazy because I woke up like seven and a half, eight years later. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like this nice. is not love, this is control. Like. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't understand this. I'm not flying home anymore. I'm not visiting people anymore and he wasn't like physically abusive. It was just mental, I guess. I never <laughs> really thought of it that way until we were having this discussion, but that's what it was. Absolutely. That's what it was. Absolutely.
1: And I want to comment on something that Selena said. Mm-hmm. which was that she she says um the discreet manipulator mm-hmm. and i feel like that's so accurate because especially from the outside looking in on someone's relationship like there's so much that you're you just kind of brush off and it's like oh that that's just how they are you know
2: right. and then you know, the
1: curtains pulled back and you see the degree to which things have changed or people have changed it's really like infuriating Like, all of those discreet little things that they've done to kind of change the person or control everything that they're doing Mm -hmm. adds up to something so much bigger, and it is mental abuse.
2: Yeah, and it definitely changes you. You hit the nail on the head with that one. It 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 changes your whole, like your personality Personality. yeah Yeah. you're like questioning yourself okay Mm -hmm. do I really want to go with my friends or do I want (laughs) to go home with my man and sit on the couch again no like (laughs) you can do both and it's okay
0: (laughs) yeah and I think if people set those guidelines and those boundaries thank you yes those boundaries at the beginning of the relationship I think you mm-hmm. fare so much better down the line. Yeah. Just because, you know, you, you know, that's something that I've always done. Nothing's changed. I've been doing mm-hmm. this every week for the last however, and this is what I do. So if that's something that you're going to continue to do in a new relationship, continue doing it. Yeah. 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 I agree. Is there any, is there, is there any one thing? That made you actually stop and say, "I need to get out of this today, like right now."
3: Let's start with you, Emily. Definitely. Remember the date exactly, December 11th. <laughs> um, so by this, damn season, this person, <laughs> right for about 12 years. if not more, and 12 years, really? yeah, maybe more. Oh my Yeah, gosh. and so um, our son was. Five months old and again we were arguing i don't even know what it was about probably uh, money or something because he was financially abusive as well uh he took all of my savings and it was always justified like oh no we need a we need your money for this or for that the groceries anything anything he could think of mm-hmm. so uh we were arguing about something i'm like i said probably that and i was just i just had it He so much abuse so much isolation from everyone. And I heard myself saying this, I said, I am leaving and I'm going to find somebody that treats me better. But I wasn't talking about a man or no, I was talking about myself. So I went upstairs, I grabbed my diaper bag and car seat. And somehow by the grace of God, I got out. My Mm -hmm. mom was waiting for me outside and it was difficult because he didn't want to give me our son back and you know like well like probably you don't know but when you're in a situation where you for lack of a better term you're hostage you will say anything to get out of there mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. i will t- bring you the moon the stars and the sun but i need to get out and so i told him whatever i needed to say and i got out i Don't know how far or how fast I ran, but I didn't look back, and I got in the car, and um, that was it. I just, that day, I needed to get out, and I didn't go back since. Uh, My son is now four and a half. Uh, We had a conference, and that's probably one of the times I went back. Uh, The second one was probably for another conference, and that's it that I and it's um traumatic to go in that house or in that place where Mm -hmm. so much abuse happened Mm
0: -hmm. it's 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 still hard for you it's so
3: hard like I told myself and I swore up in that I will never step a foot in that house unless it is to get my son Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's just it's terrible to just go in there and then all of these memories start going back and
0: you feel anxiety oh, God. And... anxiety
3: hate and maybe want to throw up and mm. just so many emotions and definitely definitely anger yeah but then at the same time like
0: i got out that's awesome dude man. i'm glad you did mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that you still have to mm-hmm. co-parent well, hopefully that, you know, know. will get better as well, as your son gets older. Yeah,
3: but at the same time, there's control there, too, because yeah. he will fight me on everything and anything. Like, it's ridiculous. He never changed a diaper before in his life, and all of a sudden, he got an attorney and wanted our son 50-50. Like, no, no person in the right mind is gonna give you a baby that's five months old, 50-50, when you never changed a diaper in your life. (laughs) And so even just like that, he would fight me on something ridiculous. And up to this point he was fighting because of school. And it's like this is just something so simple that you want to fight me on. But then again, it's you want to fight me because you know I'm not going down without a fight. I am gonna get an attorney and you know I will go down fighting. So there's financial abuse again yeah even uh, though
2: yeah he
3: can say yeah i pay you child support okay it's not for me but i'm still using my own money right to, to pay to the to live yeah yeah because you're fighting me on something everything. so insignificant and everything exactly yeah yeah but
0: here we are well i hope i hope everything gets better moving mm-hmm. forward you can only pray <laughs> yes ma'am <Only> pray. <laughs> how about you lucy
1: So I have never been put in a situation (laughs) where I have to do that. But um, Emily and I are sisters. And her experience was, I don't want to say it was like traumatic for me, but it was definitely an eye-opener because I I felt very um, responsible, I guess, for some of the fights that they had, that they, you know, some of the issues that they had I felt like were because – I wanted to keep being around my sister, around her son, and still have that relationship. And he didn't really want that. So when it came time for her, and I feel like I would tell her at least every day, if not <laughs> every other day or multiple mm-hmm. times a day, um, that she could come live with me. So regardless of whatever we had going on, like I always told her like that she had somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And so when she finally left, I feel like that was a big day for, for all of us as a family, um, because we like we knew that regardless of anything, like we take care of each other, mm-hmm. and moving her stuff out of that house was like the best feeling ever. Did we forget some shit? Probably. <laughs> Did we wrap things very poorly and stuff everything in a U-Haul? Absolutely. But it was a closing of a chapter that. Like, we all saw fall apart, you know? Mm -hmm. But you were able to breathe a
0: sigh of relief to know that she's not going back and that she's finally got to the point where she could stand up for herself and say no more.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the person that she was at the time Mm -hmm. was not the person that she was when she moved in with him. She was a completely different person. um, But now, like, she... She's better. She's all right.
3: (laughs) I'll be damned if somebody treats me the way he treated me. Yeah. No, I will never let
1: that happen. Well, threats have been made that if anyone ever does and she (laughs) sticks around for that long, yes, I will be the one physically harming her.
3: You might
0: have to commit her. (laughs) Absolutely, and I
1: will will do so
3: without her. It's, It's crazy how the relationship changed you because like I wasn't angry before. I was the most passive person and then I just became angry but you know probably lashed out at the wrong people but
0: but it was because of
3: him yeah it's the relationship just changes
0: you and yeah i was not that i didn't want to be that and and you weren't you weren't strong enough to lash out at him Mm -hmm. because you knew there would be some kind of repercussion for Mm -hmm. it so you put your anger out at other people yeah Yeah, and and if some of that it
3: was me i put my anger on on me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: what about you selena um, nothing like remembering the exact date, like she does. <laughs> no, I don't have Not that a- pinpointed. <laughs> um, I I mean, I kind of remember the year and, and it's going to sound a little strange, but I started having these really, uh, lifelike scary dreams, um, And it got to the point where I couldn't even sleep next to him. If I slept on the couch, I didn't have those dreams. If I slept in the bed next to him, it was like I was being tormented in my sleep. And I said, you know, it's crazy because at the time I had called my grandmother and had a few conversations and she keyed me into the spiritual side of all that and whatnot. But, It had gotten so bad because I wasn't paying attention, I guess, to these, my subconscious telling me, look, girl, this is over. Like, you need to just end this. This is your house. You know, this is your stuff. He's got to go. Like, and I wasn't paying attention to that. So it was, and I kid you not, you're probably going to laugh. I couldn't stand the smell of him. You know, you're like in love with somebody. None of that matters. As soon as something in your mind changes, I couldn't stand his 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 smell. Like every time I walked past him, all of a sudden it just turned me off. It 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 was it was almost as intense as the dreams were. Oh wow. So it, it sounds crazy, but that's really what it took to get him out. It was the dreams. And it was just like, I couldn't sleep next to him. I, I, I felt like I was being tormented in my sleep. And um, as soon as he, as soon as I got him out, like I literally put all his crap on the, uh, in the driveway and changed the locks and um, just sidebar note, I've always had my own. I've never lived with a guy like it's, it's always been my space because i i had kids from a previous mm-hmm. um so i was very i was very confident in putting him out but once i did put him out um this weakness came over me that kept going did you do the right thing did you do the right thing mm-hmm. you think you do, you think you don't love him i think you do love it like i was questioning myself and all these years i've been so independent and strong and I had to keep telling myself, like, you can do this. I mean, he really wasn't adding that much value to your life if you could just throw all his shit in the driveway, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Excuse me for saying it that way. But, um, yeah, it was, for me, it was uh, a spiritual experience. It, it really was. And I, I think that if I wouldn't have had that much torment, I think I would probably still be with that person. Oh, wow. How I really do, you, do.
0: How long do you think you dealt with those emotions before you finally took action?
2: Um, It was, it was probably about a year and a half. And the first signs I should have recognized is my kids. Mm. All of a sudden, my kids didn't click with him. And we had spent seven or eight years together, almost eight. And just out of nowhere, my kids weren't feeling him anymore. Maybe they picked up on how I was being manipulated, but Mm -hmm. they were too communicated to me. You know, maybe they were saying, I don't like how he's treating my mom. And I see it, but, you know, I'm only nine. (laughs) You know, I can't really (laughs) tell her, like, look, I I can see this. Kids see things. They pick up on things especially in, in adults, like they, they really are receptive to uh, things that we kind of overlook. So if, if, if your children are ever acting different, pay attention to that.
0: I agree. 100% wholeheartedly, I agree. Pay attention to how your children act around yep. the, the person you bring around them because I, I swear their actions can tell you a lot.
2: Absolutely. just from my
0: just from my own personal experiences growing up in in households where things are going on. Mm-hmm. I mean not mm-hmm. to say that any of that was happening with you Selena what I, but what I'm saying is they can definitely either tell you something bad's going on or they can pick up something is yep. going on. So yeah. Is there anything else that any of you would like to add? I mean, is there any anything that you would like to share
2: before I let you guys go and I'll just say I'm proud of you, girl, for getting out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a crazy case, if you ask me. <laughs> have uh, to I'm gonna pray for you. And girl. Uh, I think I think you're gonna be all right raising this baby with this fool. He just gotta get on board because at the end of the day, you're in control of this. Yes, ma'am. And they'll
3: they'll see. Our kids will see that you know we'll we'll get them through. They'll be, yep. Yeah. Yep. They'll be uh, great kids. And grown up he because seems, of how he seems well, really he, happy yeah. so I
0: think that yeah I think I think he's doing fine
3: yeah no definitely he'll be fine he'll tell me sometimes he'll be like hey mom recently um I want you to live with dad and I'm like no baby like I did live with that but I wasn't happy and he's like well I'm not happy if you don't live with him but this came out of nowhere
1: yeah. like
3: nowhere we were having lunch and he told me this but it kind of sounds like he's being coached into saying these things was so like I'm never going back with this person I will I love myself way too much and even if I didn't like this is this is not the person for me mm-hmm. and so me telling him like hey baby I can I will not go back with your dad like you we we love you
2: right but I cannot and I will not live with I- this person I think you being honest with your kids, mm-hmm. your, is it kids or kid? I, I Just one son. Yeah. Okay. As long as you're honest with him, mm-hmm. I think that's the best policy mm-hmm. um, because manipulating them into thinking there may be hope there is, is, is really bad. And Um, I think as he gets older, he'll recognize how happy, how happy either of you are in your own spaces. Mm, So he just, dad has to stop whispering in his ear and, and that, and that happens. It happens. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Well, even,
3: even now he, again, control, he's trying to control pretty much my relationship with, especially my sister, um cuz our son will come home uh to you know to mom's house and he'll just out of the blue say I hate my cousin and it's like hold on a second you haven't seen them in a week or two and all of a sudden you say you hate them or um I want to punch her and it's like mm, hold on a second because it doesn't sound like him a little kid yeah. is not going to say that about his cousins as a matter of fact little kids want to play with each other all you right. know and it, it just it seems like he's also trying to sabotage my relationship with my sister my family and it he'll my son will remember that he'll tell me like hey dad will you know you tell me that or even if he doesn't like it's just not what I want my son to learn so that's why I I'll never tell him anything bad about his dad he'll see on his own that's possible. and he mm-hmm. right and his dad is still trying to manipulate me control me through, through which is not it, it's not gonna happen like i'm not gonna play that game yeah you play it's, all you want um, but i'm i'm good i'm cool as a cucumber you <laughs> you do your thing you'll be evil and angry all your life i will not be that's mm. good
0: no that's yeah. good although it is on. hard you know oh yeah especially dealing with that, dealing with that. yeah mm-hmm. so i think as long as you you know catch it early on like it, as long as he's telling you and talking to you about these things that possibly could be said to him over there mm-hmm. just you know yeah keep it positive and just yeah, yeah just make sure that you're always okay. honest with them and try to you know get that negative over to a positive again and steer him the right direction that's mm-hmm. all you can really do anything else you want to share selena
2: Oh, I got a lot out on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is like therapy. <laughs> yes. When are we coming on? This is good. I enjoyed so myself, happy, Melissa. Thank
0: you. I'm so happy. <laughs> we can do it again. Just let me know when you're available. sure. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Well, I appreciate all three of you being on. Thank you so much. Oh, we appreciate you back. Thank you. you. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for coming and, and sharing your stories. Well, tune in again next week. Thank you all for being here. And like always, be happy. You're listening to the Sweet Beginnings to the Bitter Endings podcast. Subscribe now for a notification of new episodes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now.